environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Oh, no, isn't it? Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere. Uninvited. Dirty thoughts, a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? I don't know. I I don't know what's going on. Low volume? That doesn't make any freaking sense. None of this shit's fucking working. Oh. Happy Friday, Dolphin. How about, let me just boost it. I'm going to have to boost it up, I guess, and just readjust everything. It's freaking ridiculous, dude. I do not understand why shit just can't fucking work. All ready for the glorious Friday show. Let's do it. Hey, it's good to see you out there, Phantom F4. God bless you. Willie Fix It in the house. RP4L. Good to see you out there. I see the crowd is early here as well. Sorry about the late start today. I'm obviously having computer problems today, and I don't know why, and it's really fucking pissing me off. I can tell you that much. I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to just take all of the UBS thing, or uh, USBs, off of my computer and put all new ones in and have to have all the drivers reset themselves. That's probably what I'm going to have to do. Happy Friday, Dolphin. Good to see you out there. Better, better volume now, guys. Doesn't sound like my main mic. It's, it's for some reason, the driver is not working. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to have to be what it is for now. What in the actual fuck Facebook? <laughs> What's up, Tracy? What's going on on Facebook out there today? Good to see you out there. Uh, everyone working their way into the show today. Thanks for being here today, guys. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are having a great day. The Rumble crowd is working their way in here today. Do me a favor. Hit that plus button on the bottom of your screen there and, and uh, subscribe if you're new to the channel. Thanks for being here today. Chris thank you, Chris and Polites, thank you for dropping all the links out there. Ilda the Hun's in the house. Thank you for being here as always. God bless you. Uh, Frog Team 6, a little low. You can hear me. It's It should be better now. I don't know. For some reason, it's not... It's not picking my main driver. It's uh, ghost in the freaking machine legit style. You know what I'm saying? Pissing, it's really fucking pissing me off, man. Because I spent, again, like two fucking hours last night playing around with the fucking website and everything else. And it's like I got things I got to freaking do besides sitting here playing around with shit that should be freaking working already. You know what I'm saying? Comfortably numbs out there on Twitch. A quiet, kind of a quiet crowd over there on Twitch today. They're going to be working their way in here today uh, throughout the day. Lots of stuff going on out there. Heavy, good to see you out there and, and everyone else out there today. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you guys. Uh, if there's any over lurkers out, lurkers out there on CloudHub or Tiger Network, thanks for being here today, guys. Much love. I see several of you guys working their way in over there on DLive as well. So thanks for being here today, today guys. 
just scream is it it should be better now it should be the the sound should be a lot it still looks low i'll just boost it all the way up see it's not coming through the way it's supposed to i i, I don't know i don't fucking know why everything just stops fucking working out of nowhere you know what i'm saying like how does that fucking work i move everything from one room to another and now nothing fucking works is that how this is that how life works these days i got to i got it turned all the way up and i just boosted it 6b db to get it to where my normal level is. I don't know. You're right. You working from home today, lurking? Good to see you guys. Got a sick new job after having to shut down the business. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, you got a sick new job. Gotcha. I hear you. Thanks for being here today, guys. Apparently, you spoke, spoke too soon. Uh, the mower is fixed. Yes. Use a bigger hammer on it. <laughs> it's exactly what I needed to do. Shared the stream on Facebook, and it just blocked it under community standards on adult solicitation. Seriously? Fuck you, Facebook. That's why I don't even, that's why I was never even going to go on Facebook. Because I freaking hate Facebook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sexual solicitation? What the fuck? <laughs> of all things that you can hit me hit me for, it's that? Maybe I should just start doing the hot tub streams. That, that's all there is to it. Do me a favor, check out uncensoredabe.com when you guys get time. That's where you can find everything uncensored. It is uh, The podcast is up there on Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. And then you see, I'm messing, messing with the website, and you see how shit just changes itself out of nowhere. All I'm doing is adding. All I did was change the two shows, okay, and play around with this fucking button for like three hours last night. And now it's now the whole top of the thing's going to change. It's just going to do whatever the fuck it wants, just like everything else around here. Ugh. Telegram true social links are up there. You can watch the show directly from the website if you want. It brings you to the foxhole.app. And you can make an account there and hang out with a great family over there. The merchandise is up as well as how to contact me and get a hold of me. Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, Cloud Hub, Tiger Network, where you can find the live streams. And yeah, playing around with the website last night because I had nothing better to do with my life. It looks a little bit better, but I still needs a lot of freaking work. I don't know. I'm going to have to probably pay somebody to take care of it for me. Discount code Abe for... MyPillow.com backslash Abe. That definitely looks better like that. Um, it, was, it was driving me nuts the way it was looking before. Uh, the phone number, 1-800-653-7856. And you can use discount code Abe and you get a free gift. Flash shit sale on my pillows right now. As low as uh, $20 for a MyPillow, a flash sale on my pillows right now. So if you've been waiting to get one, Now's your chance to grab a my pillow. You can get it for as low as twenty dollars with promo code Abe. Check that out when you guys get time. Uh, also, the the slippers are still having the blowout sale, and as well as their new uh, all kinds of different slipper designs and and uh, flip flop style design stuff. So you got out the out the, all that going out there. Looks like they changed up the website pretty good today. My pillow six piece towel sets, buy one get one free. <clears throat> Bed sheets, buy one get one free as well. Uh, you can get the Giza Elegance My Pillows, buy one get one free as well, and the Go Anywhere Pillows with a USA flag or with a nice uh, religious saying on them. You can get those as well. It's pretty cool. Don't forget they got the sleep system, the mattress topper, loungewear, men's sleepwear, women's sleepwear, body pillows, and uh, ooh, yard signs are up. Help save our country. Nice. That's pretty cool. Maybe maybe uh, Mike's gonna run for office. Coffee mugs, T-shirts. And then don't forget the cool stuff down here at the bottom, the, the Declaration of uh, in the Constitution, in the Omen Collection, as well as the Lion of Judah, 
which is pretty cool. You see that uh, behind Mike whenever he's doing his stuff out there. So, as well as other stuff that I down here, down the caveman books and bleed stop, stop bleeding in seconds, uh, bleed clock for pets, my pillow towels, fifty percent off towels. They got a, they changed up the website completely. It looks really good. Duvet colors, co- covers, couch pillows, and then the adjustable base. What I've been thinking about taking a look at, but I I don't know. There you go. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. Flash sale on MyPillows as low as $20 with discount code Abe. Check it out when you guys get time. We appreciate them very much. Facebook, True Social Gablings are at the very bottom. Alan at UncensoredAbe.com is the web is the email address that I need to fix also. And the P.O. Box is at the very bottom if you want to send me something. Everything Uncensored Abe, UncensoredAbe.com. Check it out when you guys get time. Don't forget to buy me a coffee if you get time. I'd appreciate it. Um, the link is on the website. It's just... I don't know. I, I I do it the same way I do the Cash App link and the PayPal link and the Patreon link. And just for some fucking reason, it just decides not to show up. I do it when when I'm doing it on the screen here and I preview it. Boom. Looks great. Now, you think I can just push publish and it'll go out there the way it's. No, that, we don't. Nothing works the way it's supposed to anymore. Nothing at all. Uh, Anyways, it's good to see you guys out here today. Hopefully, you guys are uh, coming in to hang out. I'm going to put the meeting, uh, uh, the uh, call-in number up if you guys want to call in. Oh, that's a problem. Hmm. <laughs> when I I was I played around with everything, and I changed a bunch of stuff around, and now I got issues. Where's... Yeah, screw it. There. Boom. There's the call-in number if you want to call in. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Dogs beds are the bomb. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, everyone lo- has been loving the, the, pill- the slippers and the pillows. I hear a lot of people feedback on those that people really like them. So Facebook is CIA. <laughs> Indeed it is. All right. So anybody wants to call and hang out, the number's up on the screen and drop it in their chat or just ask a mod to drop the number on the screen and they'll drop it for you. I got, I don't know, about 10 articles. We'll just kind of do a hangout session today and see if there's anything breaking. My cubby's just won, finally, first time in like 10 games. So I got that going for us. Um, Let's see what's going on. God bless. Scratch that. God, please help America. (laughs) Um, there's some, there's a few things that are kind of coming out there. Like right now, there's really nothing that exciting. So, uh, Greg Phillips interview with, um, uh, Patel Patriot. Um, I think that, is that going to be, is that when he has it? Greg Phillips interview part two, Saturday, June 18th at 11 AM to 12 AM. Let's see what he has in store for us this time. Link will be posted Saturday morning. So it looks like Patel Patriot is going to have uh, Greg Phillips on Saturday. So that'll be interesting. And then uh, next week, we should be getting more information from um, Peter as well. So we'll see what's going on there. So, all right, guys. So just kind of a hangout session. Let me know what you guys are feeling. See if there's anything going on out there. Favorite day with uh, my Red Pill friends is Thursday with Abram, uh, Red Pill 78. Yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with Red Pill, man. I've been really enjoying those shows, man. That is for sure. Um, so thanks for being here today, guys. I see you guys working your way in. There's 17 people over there now. Thanks for the new follow, Big Bag Fox. I appreciate that. Thanks for being here today. Uh, it's just going to be kind of a chill session today, as always. I mean, I have stuff to go. I, you know, you, Monday through Thursday is a zip, zip, go. You know what I'm saying? Get as much information out there as you guys can. And, and usually Fridays are kind of slow news days. And 
I just kind of want to do hangout session once. You know what I'm saying? Like not, I, I, I pretty much wing the show for the most part. I'll pull in some articles here and there, but much, uh, much less of a, of a planned out than a, you know, a, a full show. So it's just kind of a, what are you guys up to today? See what you guys are up to and just kind of talk out, talk with you guys and hang out with you guys type of day. So that's what's, uh, that's what we have planned in store today. I do have some interesting stuff out there. Um, I saw an interesting article. I can't remember who dropped it from insight crime, how black market ear tags help the flow of contraband can't cattle. Um, it's probably about 10 minutes or so to go through that. kind of an interesting dig. Um, so that got that going on. Um, and then just kind of the, the most stuff that seemed the most interesting to me, Maxine Waters stuff is out there today. GOP effort to get, the answers on Hunter Biden problem is being blocked by the DOJ. So we'll get to that. Uh, interesting article offshore leak exposes financial secrets of just Maxwell's family. And, uh, got that. We're definitely going to go. probably should start there. That's kind of a, that's going to take me about a good 15, 20 minutes to go through that at least. So maybe I'll start there and get that on the record for you guys. And then whenever you guys want to call in, uh, we can do that as well. So that's what we got planned for today, guys. Hopefully you feel like hanging out. And if not, well, that's all good. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> Oh, much love to you guys. Thanks for being here today. President President Trump spoke at the Faith and Freedom Conference earlier. Um, yeah, I was gonna. There's some clips out there that I was gonna go through too today. So we'll we'll get we'll go through some of that and see what President Trump had to say at that Faith and Freedom Con- Conference. I do want to uh, go through some of those clips and see what he had to say too. So that's what the plan is for today. And I got a brand new, ridiculously hot cup of coffee because. <laughs> got up early today and I'm freaking tired and blah, feeling like crap. All my muscles hurt. All my arms hurt. All my legs, my back, everything freaking hurts. Yeah. I don't I, look into the Apollo news. The original URL is huge. Um, can you just tell me what it's about and not share the link? I would prefer it that way. Yes, that's exactly it. I always source my own stuff. I appreciate though. I, I appreciate you guys sending me ideas and stuff. I got so much to, stuff to work on, but so much interesting information out there, but some of it's just, I don't give a fuck about. Hey, Chris, where's our little troll today? I thought he was going to call in today. He he, he uh, didn't grow some balls and decided not to call in today. I was going to give that meathead some time. I was going to let him, you know, let him say whatever he wants to say, so he can everybody can figure out what kind of a fucking idiot that he is. Digitalizing the central bank. I did see stuff about that, Dex. Yeah, that is. I saw a lot of stuff going out there about that. Um, it is, it is the plan. I mean, Paul basically said it, right? He basically said. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Uh, he basically said that he was planning on, sorry about coughing into the mic. Sorry about that guys. Uh, I thought I had,
couldn't remember how to spell currency. <laughs> the Atlantic. Uh, oh, okay. So this was um, the one that uh, Brian was talking about and Tracy Beans as well. Uh, Atlantic Council pushing Biden towards uh, digital currency. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. And, of course, you know, the Atlantic Council is bought and paid for by China. Federal Reserve Chair says rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system that may affect international role of the dollar. This, you know what, Dex? This is this is an important story. You're right. I'm I'm glad you're highlighting this. Thank you for that. It it definitely is worth taking a little bit of. Whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. Where's my? Then of course you know the the monitors change all around. And you get nothing stays the way it's supposed to. It's a fucking thing. All right, let's see what let's see what Paul had to say exactly in his own words. Let's see what Paul had to say today. Looking forward, rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system that may affect the international role of the dollar in the future. Most major economies already have or are in the process of developing instant 24-7 payments. Our own FedNow service will be coming online in 2023. And in light of the tremendous growth in crypto assets and stablecoins, we are examining whether a U.S. central bank digital currency would improve upon what is an already safe and efficient domestic payment system. Our, as our white paper on this topic notes, a U.S. CBDC could also potentially help maintain the dollar's international standing. This is what we have been screaming about for a long time. This is the this is the start of the social credit system, and it's everybody should be really concerned with what they want to do with regards to this. Um, this explains why crypto market is being so heavily manipulated. They want to destroy Bitcoin so the Fed can replace it with their own central bank currency. Cognitive carbon putting that out there. Or excuse me, uh, Jordan Saylor uh, with putting that idea. I'm, I think he's absolutely right. Jordan's usually pretty t- on top of it with regards to crypto. He was in at the very beginning. Like I should have been, but I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy in this fight. And <clears throat> talk about one of the biggest mistakes in my lifetime is not following through with Bitcoin. I could be a freaking multimillionaire right now. Laura, Lara Logan says this. This is how they will end the private ownership of land in the name of a false narrative that they've been building for years. A global famine will end farming and get us... Beyond meat, net zero emissions will end private ownership of cars for us only and global travel for the masses. The financial crash will be an excuse to move to a fully digital currency. Are you connecting the dots, says Lara Logan. And whenever she is trying to highlight something, this is AmericanStewards.us. Vermont passes the first 50-50 bill. The fuck does that mean? <clears throat> May 5th, 2022, the Vermont legislature passed a law to protect 50% of the land within the state by 2050. That's fine. Nobody wants to fucking live in Vermont anyway. <laughs> Although I have heard it's beautiful up there. While the immediate goal is to protect 30% of the lands and waters by 2030, the ultimate objective of radical environmentalists is clear. The conversation goal is stated as follows. 
30% of Vermont's total land area shall be conserved by 2030, and 50% of the state's land total area shall be conserved by 2050. The Secretary of Natural Resources shall assist in the state in achieving these goals. The land conserved shall include state, federal, municipal, and private land. Huh. Hey, Dolphin. I I don't know. I, I Yeah, I think part of it is... is I have uh, I have cultivated that environment, Dolphin. I think you're probably right. I can take that criticism. Uh, let's see what else is in here. Crypto and crisis. The American Spectator. Digital currencies. The answer. CBDs. No. Private digital currencies. It depends. Uh, cognitive cargon. This is why governments cannot be in charge of creating units of currency. This is why cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is so very important. Governments will entice the masses into CBDCs like sheep to slaughter by doing things like this. The city of Shenzhen airdrops 30 million in free digital wands to stimulate consumer spending. Cognitive carbon is usually on top of this stuff. That's what I love about um, Telegram now that I have some good sourcing in here um, is I can just search a topic like you dropped on me, Dex, and pull up some of the best information that's out there like this. Crypto and crisis are digital currencies the answer. Short answer, CBDCs, no. Private digital currencies, it depends. This dropped on June 1st, 2022 by Eric Grover, and I think I'm going to go ahead and read it because... Um, I am not very informed on this stuff, and I think we should probably spend some more time on this stuff. So here we go. Fear and raging inflations have roiled hot but still nascent uh, digital currency markets. From, from November 15th to May 26th, the cryptocurrency market plunged 57% with $1.6 trillion of value lost at the same time. You didn't really lose anything yet because if unless you sold it. I'll just I'll just point that out. At the same time, the price of leading cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ether, and XRP fell 55%, 60%, and 67%, respectively. Huh. Stable coins, digital currencies designed to have less volatility than classic cryptocurrencies, were not immune. Notably, stable stablecoin Terra USD, sold as a currency pegged to the US dollar, collapsed, trading as low as three cents on Friday. In reaction, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen decried stablecoins risk, but Terra USD is an algorithmic stablecoin, not backed by dollars, dollar-denominated debt or an asset like gold. It was tied to the cryptocurrency Luna. When Luna's value fell below a dollar, Terra USDs were burned in exchange for the Luna worth a dollar. This was a too clever by half, and when stressed, failed. Luna was all but dead by May 20th, trading at 0.01 cents. What caused the crisis? The cryptocurrency bubble was fueled by giddy enthusiasm that cryptocurrencies would revolutionize payments and money and also critically with 1.6 trillion of value. What the hell? Uh, you might have to refresh over there on, on Foxhole. The cryptocurrency bubble was fueled by giddy enthusiasm that cryptocurrencies would revolutionize payments and money and also critically by the Fed's, Fed's reign in of easy money. The, since the dawn of cryptocurrency era, the, with Bitcoin's 2009 debut, the Fed's real wholesale benchmark interest rate has been negative, except for briefly breaking zero in 2019. Ultra-low interest rates cause excessive risk-taking and inflation in equities, housing, 
and cryptocurrencies. Many viewed cryptocurrencies, particularly Bitcoin, as the, uh, the supply of which capped as an inflation hedge, but they are just electronic bits whose value has an, as an inflation hedge is predicted on somebody, the proverbial greater fool, being willing to pay more for them next month. They don't generate cash, nor do they have any intrinsic value. With the Fed belatedly acknowledging that price inflation is a problem and beginning to reduce the bloated money supply and increase interest rates, the crypto bubble is deflating. The rise of cryptocurrencies, digital currencies launched in the 1990s with systems like Digicash, Beans, and Flues, but these were not compellingly better than existing options and failed to find a path to network critical mass. Bitcoin launched the next wave of cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin is a permissionless network-enabling crypto cryptography-validated peer-to-peer value transfer on a public digital ledger. Bitcoin is a permissionless network-enabling crypto cryptography-validated peer-to-peer transfer of peer-to-peer value transfer on a public digital ledger. Okay, <clears throat> good to know. There's your answer of what the hell Bitcoin is. <clears throat> is that making? I don't know if that helps you any, but <laughs> evangelists predict the cryptocurrencies would upend reigning payments systems like MasterCard, Visa, Western Union, SWIFT, fiat currencies, and traditional financial institutions. Capital poured into digital currencies, betting that they would disrupt the money and payments ecosystem. However, cryptocurrencies face significant challenges. Regulators are hostile. They have performance and governance problems. There are yet to be compelling licit payment uses, and incumbent payment systems work well. Major cryptocurrencies are a volatile, speculative investment. Most of the thousands of cryptocurrencies will fail. The innovation of stablecoins. Stablecoins were developed to deliver digital currencies touted benefits without some of the deficiencies. They are electronic tokens backed by an asset such as a fiat currency, a fiat currency denominated debt, or gold. They are designed to be less volatile and therefore more suitable as money than cryptocurrencies. If they are issued by regulated financial institution, it is hard for the state to object. A private sector stablecoin market is emerging with coins like Circle, Tether, and Binance. While today's stablecoins are used almost entirely to trade cryptocurrencies, issues are looking, issuers are looking for additional purposes. Legal and regulatory uh, certainty is indeed. With that in mind, Republican Senator Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania wrote a bill titled The Stablecoin Transparency of Reserve and Uniform Safe Transactions Act of 2022. The New Jersey Democrat, Josh Gottheimer, created Stablecoin Innovation and Protections Act of 2022. Toomey's bill would authorize banks and the Office of the Comptroller of the currency license non-bank issuers to offer stable coins. There's no compelling prudential reason to only allow banks to offer low-risk dollar tokens. For much of America's history, banknotes were money. Stable coins are an electronic analog. Complete com- competing electronic banknote issuers serving U.S. and foreign consumers and businesses would spur innovation in money. Interesting point. I would probably mostly agree with that. Um, Central banks are the elephant in the room. In a recent talk at Columbia University, European Central Bank Board member Fabio Pagnetta 
captured the zeitgeist of central bankers decrying cryptocurrency risk and calling the greater regulation and uh, central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. Central bank's interest in central bank digital currencies has been stoked by cryptocurrencies. Facebook's 2019 establishment of stablecoin Libra <clears throat> rebranded to Diem after being shuttered earlier this year. And the, the China's digital yuan, 90% of central banks responding to the bank for international settlements 2021 survey, including the Fed, are working on central bank digital currencies. In 1971, the president, when President Richard Nixon served, severed the dollar's link with gold, <clears throat> 1971, when Richard Nixon severed the dollar's link with gold, the world has operated on fiat money. Federal Reserve notes, cash, and bank deposits at the Fed are central bank money. Consumers and businesses, however, rely principally on commercial bank money. The Fed e-dollar would be a central bank uh, would the Fed e-dollar would be central bank money. Consumers and businesses can make payments in lieu of cash, checks, American Express, Discover, Mastercard, PayPal, Square, Western Union, and Zelle. It could be a wholesale e-dollar that financial institutions could use to pay each other. Federal Chair, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said the Fed would need congressional authorization to develop a digital dollar. Powell's acknowledgement that the Fed is a character of Congress sub subject to the law, not a free agent, was refreshing. When the central bank decided to develop a real-time interbank payment system, FedNow, to compete with the private sector, it briefed Congress but did not seek permission. In January, the Fed published a studiously uh, neutral CBDC a discussion paper titled Money and Payments, the Dollar, the U.S. Dollar in the Age of Digital Transformation. The Fed is not of one mind. Christopher Waller, a member of the Financial Board of Governors, argues a Fed CBDC is a solution in search of a problem. Existing money and payment systems, economic, legal, and social technologies and networks work well, have critical mass, and are our habit. Vice Chair Leo Brainerd, on the other hand, says she can't wrap her mind around a world with a major CBDC, but no Fed digital dollar. It would not be a sustainable future, she said. Advocates contend a central digital currency would improve financial inclusion, respond to the threat of China's digital yuan, bolster king dollar, improve domestic and cross-border payment system efficiency, and be safer than private sector alternatives and increase private sector innovation. Much of, the, of that case does not stand up to, to scrutiny. So there you go. Uh, on the topic of inclusion, only a small and declining fraction of America's households are unbanked. Competing banks, neobanks, and fintechs continue to expand access to financial services. In 2019, 5.4% of households were unbanked, down from 8% in 2011, and 75% of the unbanked said they, don't, they do not want a bank account. Progressive CBDC champions distrust banks markets, and consumers' ability to manage their own affairs. Consequently, they favor a greater role for Washington in delivering financial services and regulation. In reality, lighter regulation, including repealing debt interchange price controls, would be a more effective path to boosting financial inclusion. Uh, let's see, how many other paragraphs we got here? Two more, two more sections here. King dollar maintains its importance, and is digital dollar a good idea? I'm finding this interesting. Hopefully you guys are as well. Uh, when China can uh, push the digital renminbi, 
I guess is what it says, within its belt and rolled economic sphere, the menace to King Dollar is overhyped. Non-Chinese businesses, consumers, and banks won't be keen to transact in accounts that at the People's Bank of China, subject to CCP's surveillance and control. Moreover, the yuan isn't freely exchangeable. Currencies are networks. The more people who use them, the stronger the currency. A tribesman in the Hindu Kush will happily accept a $100 bill, but not a Lebanese lira. The money and payment systems trust is critical. Venezuelans will prefer not to transact in uh, debased Boliviars. And if, however, they could use a city e-dollar, many would. While the United States has relentlessly and recklessly debased the dollar, there isn't an obvious replacement reserve currency. The dollar accounted for 58% of the world's foreign exchange currency reserves in the fourth quarter of 2021. Almost 60% of the world's foreign exchange currency reserves in the fourth quarter of 2021, far surpassing the euro's 20% share and the Chinese renminbi's paltry 2.8%. In 2021, 64% of foreign currency debt issuance was denominated in dollars, and outside of Europe, the overwhelmingly majority of international trade, including oil, is invoiced in dollars. Of course it is. You know what would be great is if these politicians would introduce a balanced budget and a uh, get us out of debt fucking bill. Wouldn't that be great? Would, imagine what that would do to the dollar if we you know, had a balanced budget and we stopped spending money that we don't, we don't have and we didn't have, like, what, $33 trillion in debt now? Imagine, imagine, just imagine what that would do to the dollar. <sighs> imagine if we stopped printing dollars and, and stopped putting more and more currency into the system. Imagine what that would do for inflation. Huh. Just, just some really basic macroeconomic ideas that most people who have a small, slightest clue of how economies work, those are the things that people actually talk about. But anyways, we don't do that in this country. We're too stupid, and we don't want to have, uh, you know, we don't want to have the the system work effectively because, you know, if 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 capitalism worked effectively, there would be no need for communism. While Beijing resents its dominance, foreigners worldwide love dollars. They circulate widely outside the United States for illicit and licit uh, purposes. Roughly 60% of U.S. currency and 75% of $100 bills are held abroad. Wow. Dollars are used officially in Ecuador, El Salvador, Panama, Turks and Caicos, and Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe. While restricted, they are widely utilized in Costa Rica, the greenback circulates in parallel with the national currency. In 2020, 12% of Venezuelan payments in 10 cities, including Caracas, were between dollar-denominated accounts. And U.S. Bank's peer-to-peer payment system, Zelle, Hong Kong for now, pegs its currency to the dollar as well <laughs> for now. Is a digital dollar a good idea? Digital dollars would enhance cross-border payments and supplant weak national fiat currencies and payment systems. Evangelists contend CBDCs would be a safer than private would be safer than private e-money. It depends. A Zimbabwe CBDC wouldn't be safe. Private stablecoins backed by backed one to one by cash in FDIC insured accounts and or short-term low-risk dollar-denominated debt are not inherently risky. Bernard contends a Fed digital dollar would boost private sector innovation. To the contrary, it would almost certainly suppress it. 
No bank wants to compete with the central bank, which enjoys unlimited resources and is the financial system's paramount regulator. Paper money has been used since the 7th century. New money technology has risks. E-dollars would be easier to withdraw from banks reducing their lending base. However, in a world of positive real interest rates and FDIC insurance, the risk would be modest. Cash is distributed by banks, not by the Fed. Former Commodity Futures Trading Commission Chair, Digital Dollar Foundation founder, and CBDC evangelist Chris Giancarlo argues a Fed e-dollar should also rely on banks for distribution. Not everyone agrees. With a view of an, uh, with a view to increasing government's role at the expense of banks, Senate Banking Committee Chairman Sherrod Brown and House Financial Services Committee Chair Maxine Waters of course, have supported the position that the Fed should provide retail accounts letting consumers transact directly in the central bank. The Fed, however, is ill-equipped to manage retail banking. Even if it could, it should not compete with the thousands of commercial banks and credit unions. That would further politicize and reduce the quality of and supply of financial services. Lastly, Americans treasure their privacy, or at least their right to privacy, that doesn't fucking exist anymore, but hey, at least the idea of it, you know, we can just believe that we have a right to privacy, even though we know that there's nothing that in our world that's private anymore. Well, I, I don't do anything wrong, so it doesn't matter. Uh, please stop thinking that way. There's reasons why you should not think that way. The reason why it matters is because, well, um, oh, the Fourth Amendment, that's right. In practice, many are cavalier in what they share. While a Fed e-dollar would likely have more privacy than a digital one, no CBDC will be anonymous like cash. If Congress authorizes a CBDC, it should be a technology agnostic, use banks and license financial intermediaries for distribution, and ensure the Fed does not inhibit competing regulated private sector e-dollars. Money has been evolving for thousands of years. It's still nearly it's still early for digital currencies. Policymakers should let the let the best and most ruthless regulator of value, the market, guide their development. Nobel Prize winning economist and philosopher Frederick Hayek argued in the denationalization of money for free trade and competition in currencies, making private and Fed digital dollars compete with physical greenbacks, existing electronic payment systems, foreign currencies, and cryptocurrencies would be a step towards a more Hayekian world. Yeah. And there you go. That's that's the story right frickin' there. It's a it's a it's a philosophy that makes no freaking sense whatsoever. It is an economic philosophy that is marred with garbage, flat out garbage. But we don't, we don't really talk about stuff like that anymore. We don't talk about the truth about economic policy and things. No, we don't, we don't, that, that stuff makes way too much sense in this world to have a, you know, a debate or actual discussion about things like economic policy. No, we don't, we don't do that. We just do everything back at bass backwards and blah, blah. Just Mojo's coming in to hang out with me on Fridays. Finally, somebody wanted to come hang out. Jeez, I feel kind of lonely over here, Just Mojo. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm waiting to hear what I got for you. How you so, been? How have you been in general? Uh, oh, Jesus. You have no idea. Um, 
I was a victim of credit card fraud. That was a real adventure. Um, just got to watch my credit uh, go down 60 points, even though I have credit services um, that's supposed to protect me from this shit. That fucking so, sucks. Anyway, how, did, how, how did the breach happen? Uh, from what I understand on Capital One, um, and I, I bet all the listeners don't know this, but here's what I'm going to suggest for everyone, uh, your listeners. Go to Equifax, go to TransUnion, go to um, Experian, put a freeze on your credit. Did you know that our IRS has a data breach? Have you, has that made the news lately? Sorry, I was I was hitting a a vape. Uh, say, say it again. So the IRS has had a data breach. I learned this from the fraud department at Capital One. Really? IRS yeah. IRS data breach, huh? Yeah. Wonder how that happened? Uh, don't know. <laughs> Purposeful. So. Yeah, yeah, that's all purposeful. Well, I'm I'm weeding my way through it, and you know, uh, they hit me six credit, and I called every creditor, um, and you know, I did all my due diligence. I had to write affidavits, identity theft, gov bullshit, police reports. Um, Discover their fraud department is probably one of the best in the country. They actually told me how I can get a copy of the original application. And who in the hell is Harmony Gray, who's trying to be me? Sounds like a stage name, doesn't it, Abe? It sounds like a Black Lives Matter name. (laughs) You can just call out, I see it. (laughs) Sounds like a fucking meathead Black Lives Matter puppet. Oh, and one of the interesting um, credit card applications was the Pentagon F uh, Federal Credit Bureau, um, and I thought fa- I found that highly interesting in Alexandria, Virginia. So interesting. Anyway, so. Real quick so, before you change uh, before you change yeah. topics, I, I found yeah, a couple right. of interesting things. The secret IRS files. Hold on, what is this? ProPublica on June eighth, twenty twenty one. So I don't know how how new this breach would be then. Secret IRS files. Trova have never before seen records reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. But that it's linked from this, how the IRS could have prevented the tax data leak. This article came out on June 12, 2021. I got hit June 4th. That's interesting. But, yeah, don't hmm. know. It's possible that a hacker broke into the IRS, but what probably happened is that the IRS employee or contractor, just like we talked, <laughs> I, it's so it's so easy to do it at this point, you know. You know it's a it's a Black Lives Matter fucking activist. I should probably check my stuff now that I finally have uh, credit again. People, I, I people I thought I was divorced because I didn't have any credit. Freeze. 
Sorry, say that again. Yeah, you need to. You can put a freeze. You can start your own my uh, TransUnion, my Equifax, my whatever, and all you have to do is put a hard freeze, which means the creditor has to contact you, so you can go in and unfreeze it, and they can run your credit report. You you have to get notified, and I thought. Um, with credit services, I was paying $18 a month and I got hacked. I got compromised. What so, did credit you know, services, what, what did they have to say about it that when you contacted them? Uh, they were not as helpful as me actually calling the creditors. I mean, my husband's credit, he's like Mr. Perfect. He has 850. And I was almost there. <laughs> I mean, we have pretty damn good credit. And so, I mean, getting hit like this is just, it, it, it really sucks. Because we were in the process of, of applying for a home renovation loan. So it's like the timing of all this is just unbelievable. Yeah, right when interest rates so are going to go up and then everything else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the deal. I have been through the painstaking uh, process of watching the Jan 6 hearings with family over at Pinata's, uh, Drunken Pinata's Jan- channel. Hold on. It's, it's good because yesterday there was 80s Aaron, me, and um, Starwalker in there. And we were doing live digs on the attorneys that were representing Pence. Do you know Jacob, the attorney, came out of the Bush administration. He applied to be in the uh, Trump administration. They stalled his application. Somehow he got moved into the Pence uh, team eight months before the election. The guy is who Pence went to and referred to when Eastman, Giuliani, and Trump and others were going to Pence in the meetings in the White House um, before Jan 6, like the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th. So if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, getting, he, he's a top-notch lawyer then? Hold on. It gets better. You would think Pence would want a constitutional lawyer to give him the advice, right? Absolutely. And this the thing is, is that everyone interprets the Constitution differently, you know, constitutional law differently. You want to hear what this guy's law degree is in? Labor law. Of course. Okay. The guy is a labor lawyer giving Pence advice. This was his lead attorney. He gave him the right advice. Hold on. Hold on. Me and you have always disagreed on that topic. You know? Well, I mean, it's because it's because everybody interprets the constitution differently and constitutional law. I'll give you that. And a lot, and people don't understand what the realities 
of how corrupt and fucked our legal system is right now. We don't live under a constitutional law system. And if you try arguing constitutional law in our courts, it's going to get thrown out, just like what happened with all this election stuff. You have originalists who aren't thinking the way that these scumbag lawyers do. You have to play within their yep. system and beat them in their system. And yep. the the constitutional law, especially when it comes to the vice president's role, is very specific. And the last thing you want to do is ever allow a vice president to have the powers of deciding to send an election back to the states because they didn't like it. That's not the role of the vice president. I'll let you speak. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm still learning more about this, but the other attorney that they brought in that, you know, I, I thought it would be, you know, a constitutional lawyer. Are you with me? The other guy um, got appointed to the Fourth Circuit Court. He worked under Reagan for a year, just as an associate. He worked under um, Bush H. Sr. He then got appointed. Very interesting thing happened to his father in 96. He um, got carjacked and killed which I think was a hit, if you get my draft. Mm-hmm. The guy left the Fourth Circuit and ended up going to Boeing. This guy is part of Boeing losing their court case on the 747. Um, and then the new CEO of Boeing came in, and miraculously, this guy was asked to resign. So, you, you know what I mean? And the guy started speaking, and I thought Pinata was going to lose his shit. Um, we were all losing our shit. Like, is, is this Mueller 2.0? Yes. He could not speak. He, he was such an older gentleman. It, it was like elderly abuse. You know what I mean? To even put this guy out there. It, it was just insanity. I mean... Everything they're throwing at us in this hearing is just, it's, it's laughable. I mean, we did quick digs. We didn't even dig on these people, but we already proved these people to be part of the deep state or, or rhino. And they were, they're, in they're all so, you know, that's how you get to be in a lawyer in DC. You know what I'm saying? They're all tied into their cute little club, you know? And then Jacob got rewarded as a, um, he went to a law firm that is uh, labor law. They have seven other uh, affiliates that they specialize in. And uh, so he got his, um, what's it called when the lawyer becomes part of the firm? Um, he got partnership. So sure. there's his payoff. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I just. It's just so corrupt. And, you know, it's amazing. It was people from PSB, you, you've taught us all how to dig this shit up. We just don't take somebody at face value. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, it's a travesty of justice. And it's a, it's, if it, if it weren't, um, people's lives at risk, you know, and, and, and jail time and, and potentially ruining the rest of their lives, it would be a laughable joke, but it, you can't even laugh at it because 
they they they're not ta- they don't even take it seriously and their lack of of taking it seriously is an example of them just trying to shove it in our face and trying to scare people into submission it's the, the I don't think they understand America well and here's another tidbit that came out of this hearing that I just was like perplexed with I'm I'm still confused at this so supposedly you know, they, they they went through the A's, right? We got Alaska and we, we hit Arizona. Arizona was being called when all of a sudden Secret Service grabs the vice president and clears the hall because everyone's life is threatened, right? Because they've breached the Capitol or, you know, the, the hearing areas. So get this, Pence's office is 30 feet or 30 yards from where he sits, like behind that wall of where they sit, where the vice president and everybody sits, you know, when they're convening the the House, yeah. right? Or is it the Senate? It's the Senate or the Senate, House? Uh, Senate floor, to, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Senate floor. His office is 30 feet on. They show a detailed map of this whole area, then say that they had to move him from his office and his staffers were running. They went to a loading dock and Pence refused to get in the car and leave. What kind of security and what kind of pussies are these secret service? If his life was in danger, the first thing you do is get him out of that building. Why would you yeah, allow he, him? He doesn't have a choice in the Stay matter. in a parking in a parking garage for four hours. In a loading dock. I'm sorry. It was a loading dock. And I know buildings because I'm an event service planner. All, all my crew does is go in and out of loading docks. And most buildings only have one loading dock. So they just shared with the world how they get people out of those buildings. That's just wonderful. January 6th. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't believe anything that they say to be completely honest with you. That's why I'm not watching it. It, it all, it could be, I mean, they could be using some factual stuff, right? But then, you know, they're just spinning it all to make it sound, yeah. you know, I was just blown away that they were giving details of where they took the vice president. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. It was insane. So also, um, I don't know if you like this guy, but, um, Tim pool had the head guy, the owner, a CEO of rumble on last night and two attorneys that are YouTube attorneys. One of the guys you played yesterday, it is worth two and a half hours of watching they they explain what they are doing about the terms and service for live streamers um they have they're going to put a commission together of streamers so let's say you put something on and they want to boot you off they don't boot you off without it going through a group of peers streamers you can get yourself on these boards once they make this public. It's something coming out within the next 60 days. 
um, because Tim Pool put him on the line six months ago, and he had egg all over his face about his terms of service. Uh-huh. So these two attorneys that are live streamers and have dealt with YouTube from, you know, demonetized, monetized, you know, all of this stuff. And they're part of his counsel in rewriting the terms of service for Rumble. I thought that was just fabulous it is fabulous if you if you can if you hear any more about uh getting involved with that commission i would i would very much be interested well if you go listen to the ceo on tim pool they they had a round table last night gotcha um and they brought all of this up and it's something that will be coming out where do you watch he'll be coming on where do you watch uh, Tim. tim pool Tim Pool uh, URL is on Rumble. He he moved to Rumble too. Getting he's good. on YouTube, but yeah, he's he's getting demonetized. So yeah, you know, we they, all are. They have to do they have to do shows with certain guests on Rumble and not put them on. He he hasn't figured out like you guys did where you start the show and then say move guys. You know, started on on uh, YouTube, but these guys were talking about all the problems they they've had with being suppressed, demonetized, their money stolen, you know, all that good stuff. But I thought it was interesting that they were going to have streamers do the peer review before you get permanently suspended from rumble. Yeah. I'll check that out. You're not going to suspend. It's worth a listen. I don't mind Tim Pool at all. I think he does. I think he does really good. I mean, you know, I obviously don't like everybody else. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says, but um, you know, right. he does. He does really good work. You know, similar with other other streamers that we know. <laughs> you know, I I, I think mm-hmm. for for their audience and what they do, they do it very effectively. I just don't. I th- you know, I don't. I don't. What I don't like is the over self-promotion side of it, doing it for money side of it. And then that compromising yourself in a way because you want to make money. And that I see a lot of people that compromise the the way that they do or present shows because of that. And I'm never going to fucking do it. I, I get that. And you know, I, I listen to Tim Pool because he brings on some very good guests. And they, his team actually asked the hard questions that, you know, kind of wake them up. I mean, when he had Jason Miller on, they lambasted his ass, you know, about Getter. You know, no, he did a great team. job on that. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. <laughs> so, I mean, it just depends. Sometimes, like you said, topics. I like, Tim, where are you going with this? I just don't agree with you, you know, but. He's come a long way. I have to admit, he's come a long way. So yeah, I think all, all of us have. We when we start to really understand our our world, and it's been it's been a hell of a journey. I mean, for me, it's learning everything we've learned together over this over this four years has been just amazing, and you know, getting a chance to actually meet a lot of people too, and. Um, it's just been an awesome ride, and I, I I just love our family. I I love the people who want to come and hang out together. We're all kind of very like minded and very, um, um, 
seeing the world in a very different way than a lot of other people do. And I, I, I really appreciate it. I, lo I love my audience, man. Well, I mean, just being on Pinata's channel yesterday and being with that, you know, someone like 80s Aaron and everybody and we're literally digging live on the attorneys. And it just it just reminded me of the old days and the discord basements and you know, everybody's searching on right. what he was dropping. <laughs> you know what drives me nuts about the Pence thing? <laughs> you know what drives me nuts? Is, okay. is that it's distracting from the fact that the proper way to send a objection back to the states is to have the senators vote on it. For some reason, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi only had a very limited group that were there to vote on the state certifications against the constitution and against the rules of elections. That is the most important thing that should be talked about because that then led but, to the objections right, but, that were filed in Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, yeah. Michigan, and uh, one other one, I think, uh, that, I think there was four that the objections that they voted on enough to send them back to the states, enough to have the alternative electors look at it, or at least have the elections commission of those states do uh, some type of due diligence. Um, if that would have happened, that is the but constitutional the path to have an election right. objection filed. Where me and you agree, disagree on, I believe that if they would have let um, uh, Mike Lee and um Ted Cruz take over um the objection of Arizona which they knew was coming right that's why they had to do the breach and clear the the chamber yep. all right if we would have got to hear those arguments there is a legal argument to bring it back to the states for 10 days and then redo this because yes, you have but it is not the power. It's it's not the power of the vice president to do that. It has to be done through the objection process. It's got to be. It's got to be brought to the floor, which right. those men and you know you were you know in transit. I was at the Austin State Capitol, but when we came back and looked at what the hell really happened that day, that they, they were not allowed to go to the chamber floor and base the argument yep. they couldn't let that argument be heard so here's the question did pence have a role with mitch mcconnell on that there's no there's been no talk and no evidence of that that possibility exists i i, I you know again yes. that policy that that exists that pence is uh the one who wouldn't allow these objections to go through it if that's true if pence got if pence colluded with pelosi to make sure that these objections didn't get voted on the way they should have gotten voted on, then there's then there's something we can talk about with regards to Pence being a traitor. I, I completely agree with that, do but there, think, I haven't seen any talk about do you that. Think, do you think we're ever going to know that? You know, I mean, because what's coming out of this hearing is a joke. I mean, let's be honest. And I think I think if we'll I, never I know, know if we'll never know if he did collude with with Pelosi. We'll never know that because they'll protect him and the, the, the news will never really get out there, you know, because Mitch, the only people that would know are Mitch <laughs> Pence and right, you know, maybe, maybe Mark Short or one of those guys. 
Um, but I don't know. I just I wish I wish they would tell the story of, of that you know of what really happened and how that process works because the he said she said with with Pence and everything else is distracting yes. from the yes. real process and that's that's why I try to address it the way I do Just Mojo anyway. No, no, and, and we can. I'm not in Pence camp because of who he surrounded himself with. You have always been there and you have a valid argument and we can agree to disagree. That's the beauty of it. I have a different opinion. I think he surrounded himself by rhinos and it's just more proof of who he put in his staff. You know, Um, I never really dug into who told Pence what to do and what not to do against the president that day. And then to hear that Trump never called Pence that day. Well, I think the president was also being taken to secure locations because of the 4 million. Now, all of a sudden, yesterday, they brought up there are 4 million people there that day. at the They admitted to 4 million, huh? Somebody said 4 million in that hearing. I almost fell out of my chair. I mean, Kenyatta immediately pulled the show over and went, wait, did everybody hear that? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, Politius said VP was the president of the proceedings. Removing him stopped everything. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're saying when, when they, yeah. when the, when the initial breach happened, Politius, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, as soon as they called Arizona, they hauled his ass out of there. I mean, go back and look at the tapes. I have. And I was like, oh, my God, this really happened. It, they never it, gave Mike Lee because whoever represented Arizona was going to defer to Lee or Cruz. It was 100 senators had met at the White House on the third and the fourth. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene brought that up in her fucking deposition. I mean, this is why the Capitol breach was planned the way that it was by Pelosi and her staff and probably Chuck Schumer as well. I mean, they, they, they knew what the, what the options were legally to have the objections sent back to the state. That is why this happened the way it did. Exactly. And I think we can agree on that. You know, I, I really do. So, oh, what do you think about Julian Assange coming? They're, they're in, they're uh, for, he's got uh, 14 days to um, to appeal. So I, let's, I, I'm going to hold judgment until he appeals, but I don't know if you guys saw my – I had to do a Q-dig. As soon as Assange gets mentioned, I <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. Um, let me, uh, oh, 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 let me pull I don't that up. I sidetracked you, but, uh, Catherine Herridge and the pen, uh, went through Pence's letters that Jacob wrote for Pence that day on Jan 6th. And then Trump has a right. Trump's been tweeting out or truthing out, um, uh, that he gets equal time and he, Legally, he should on have you gone through this 14 page letter of Trump's. I'm I'm still highlighting shit. I, I am oh, not the, the, the letter to Pence. I literally 
there, there's a 14-page dispute on the Jan 6th, not to Pence. Pence's letter is another issue, but let's read. I think it would be really cool next week you to read the 14-page rebuttal on Jan 6th hearing that Trump wrote. Oh, yeah, I read that. A lot. <laughs> I read it. I read it all. I, I, that thir- I, I had a blast reading it, actually. Um, yeah, the, um, you, you covered a lot there. Let me, the, the Julian Assange stuff is, well, first of all, hold on. I got to show you guys. You guys haven't seen the will it run test yet. I have to, I have to show you, uh, let me fix the screen here. Just moment. Hold on a sec. Sure. Um, let me do that. You won't see anything unless I share the screen. So I'll have to do that. Um, this screen. You guys can't see anything yet because I don't have it on that screen yet. And slap that over there. All right. Will she run? Sorry, Abe. I'm, Will she run? <laughs> I dropped some serious shit at you today. <laughs> All good. Oh. Running strong. Running real strong. Uh, I love playing well, with uh, small engines. Me and Denise were laughing yesterday. We said, we can solve the problem. We can solve the problem. Just buy some goats and put it on the land. (laughs) That's a great idea, actually. I need it. Uh, Polita said, when Pence was removed from the chambers, objections could not be acknowledged and given time to be heard. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So, Assange. This is one of the Q posts that comes up with this article. Democrat Party files suit alleging conspiracy by Trump campaign Russia WikiLeaks to sway the 2016 election. Trump tweeted out during this time. Just heard was sued by the obstructionist Democrats, he tweeted. This can be good news in that we will now counter for the DNC server that they have refused to give to the FBI, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz servers, and the documents held by the Pakistani mystery man and Clinton emails. <laughs> Whoa. So that was from 2016. That's one of the one of the articles that comes up when you mention the size. So that 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 is very important. Yeah. Also important. The 13 senators who uh, basically wanted to murder Assange. Uh, Feinstein, Warner, Sheehan, Manchin, Bennett, Coons, Markey, Blumenthal, Menendez, and Durbin. So remember those names uh-huh. uh, for the news, yeah. news stories this summer. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it just brings back all the memories of uh, uh, Chris, his attorney, me calling the law firm. And uh, the Awan brothers, Awan was working at the law firm and answered the damn phone. Yeah. I mean, we did a lot of dives on the Awan brothers. Holy yeah. Shit. There's a there's a whole a rabbit hole that goes real deep that nobody wants to talk about. This post is the most important. Seth Rich connect to DNC, MS-13, Julian Assange. Why did Dems push legal representation on the family? June ETA, Q, what recent news came out? RE, Seth Rich, Julian Assange, WikiLeaks lawsuit. Back in the news, the server brings down the house, Q. (laughs) So the three three Q posts that I think are the most important to talk about with regards to Assange. 
I just think they're going to get in there. I just know they are, you know? I I mean, it would be interesting to see his trial. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Imagine the coverage that would come from that and the information that will be released in that trial. Forget about Sussman. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I think Sussman, you know, I still think Sussman's going to get his day um, when everything else comes out. I, I don't think Durham's done with Sussman. Possibly. I think Sussman's a puppet. I mean, I think, you know, in the end, it, I'm like, Sussman, what the fuck? Of all the things that, that is the people that are criminals as part of this, you could have started with somebody who's actually part of the conspirator planners, but Durham did a great job of, of laying out the conspiracy. I think that's what the purpose of Sussman's trial was. We'll see if he goes after him some more. and be interesting to see if he does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But what do you have planned anyway, for this weekend? Anything? I think I'm chilling. I'm without a car this weekend. so Me too. Um, yeah. I popped a brake line. Yeah. Oh, no, you did not. Oh, yeah. I talked to my sister-in-law. She lives in Merrimack, and uh, her, her yard got destroyed from the storm. But uh, There's know, still people all, around all here with power with, out. Yeah. Well, she's got power. Thank God. And she lives right on, on the uh, Merrimack River, you know, the river that goes through Merrimack. And, gotcha. and she, she said her yard was destroyed. <laughs> so, it was crazy because I, so, I was like, I heard the, the it would sound like hail on our, on our skylights. It's loud as hell. And I'm like, man, so I shut everything. I didn't want to sit here and do work while there's a lightning storm outside. So I shut everything down in the office and went out and just kind of watched the storm. I was just waiting for it to hit. And and I watched the radar as it was going by for like, I don't know, probably 45 minutes. I sat there watching the storm and, um, you know, just watching the radar. The shit, it went right around me. I mean, it literally hit everywhere, but here with the most we got was like a 20 mile an hour wind gust. And that was it just North of us. They had like 60 mile an hour winds and sideways hail. Right. She she had the wind. Like I said, all her lawn furniture, every all her yard art gone. It just like blew out of there. She said it was quite amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just glad you're you're both are safe. So that was, that was good news. Yeah, yeah. It's um and I, and I kind of did want the power to go out though to see. I might I might test it. Maybe I should test it here today. I could just go kick the breaker off for this room and see if everything still stays up. It should. <laughs> I got everything on battery backup now, so I can just in case we have a problem in the future. That's you know good. what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. Well, I'm glad your move went well. Go get some goats. Buy buy babies. You could do goat yoga out there, and you get an agricultural write off for the land. The more animals you put on the land. That's a good idea, actually. I mean, my taxes per year is three hundred forty-five dollars, so I really, I don't really, I'm not really worried about a write-off. I'd probably make money off the federal government that way. I want to get chickens out there, though. I, first thing I need to do is now that I have a mower, is go out there and spend all day this weekend working on the land. So that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to be going out to after I get my truck fixed. So I get the truck in the garage, take the tires off, get it on blocks. And figure out where my leak is at and then just do an overall check on that thing because it hasn't been in the garage for about a year and a half or two years now. Probably, actually, it's been, it hasn't been in the garage for about 
four, four or five <laughs> years now. Damn, that thing needs to get in there. So I need to take a good look at everything and see how everything's looking. It needs some, some new shocks. It's going to need um, new new brake lines now, and it's probably going to need some new pads right. and stuff like that. So that's what's going in the garage. The damn thing barely okay. fits in there, so that's a problem because it's got a big-ass workbench in the, in the way. So that's the only thing I well, was worried about. you can about. rearrange it to put it. You just need to put it on the other side of where the truck comes in, you know. He's got it. It's a nice big ass workbench that he built out of like four by fours and two by sixes. It's it's a super nice workbench that's out there. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I think it's enough to where I can work around it, you know, especially since I got the roller and a a nice clean garage floor. I can just roll it around in that thing and I'll be fine, you know. But that's the easiest cool. thing to do is just going to be get it up on blocks oh, and just good. get the tires off and get everything off it and start doing some work to it. Well, we agreed to give my husband a, a Father's Day present. So we, my daughter and me have gone through every closet in this house since this morning. And we have so much to give to Goodwill right now. It's unbelievable. But he's coming home to clean closets because we... It's amazing how much shit you accumulate and just, I'm going through the Glenn, you know, Glenn phase, keep, save, throw. We've we've moved so many times that every time, (laughs) every time we've moved, we've done that. It's like, okay, I haven't seen this in like five years. Let's just go ahead and toss that out to (laughs) to trash. Hey, let me say a few hellos real quick. Hello. Denise is going to come in and hang out with us. All right. Uh, Mermaid. Uh, All right. I'm going to bounce. Okay. All right. Much bounce. love. Have love a great you. weekend, Mojo. Bye. You too. Hi, Denise. Love you. Bye. Uh, Mermaid, thank you for the three coffees. Thank you very much. God bless you. Uh, who cares? Ohio Patriot and Doug is my dropping the uh, gold pills on me today. Thank you very kindly for that. God bless you guys. Thanks for being here with us today. Let me say hello to everyone over there on Rumble and uh Twitch, see how you guys are doing out there today. Chris is in the house. Ilda the Huns out there hanging out. Good to see you out there. Marauder. Um, yeah, it looks the motor looks pretty good, huh? I cleaned it up pretty good, and it's running strong, very strong. It's uh, what it was is the there's the the brake adjustment. The brake was bent in on the on the uh, too close. They were trying to keep because this thing just wants to take off. So they they had adjusted the brake to where it would actually slow that damn thing down. But it's because they don't they don't have the right spring on the brake. So there's they just tried to manipulate the mower as usual and do it the wrong way. So I got that fixed and everything's running great on it. So I'm looking forward to uh, tomorrow. Tonight I got to cut our grass and tomorrow I'm probably going to spend. At least six hours at the land tomorrow, getting a bunch of a bunch of grass cut. It's getting way too long. Denise is coming in to join us today. It has been a while since we've chatted. Denise, how are you? How's the tea tonight? Oh, unmute. Tim is trying to build a news station, isn't he? He's looking into expand. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Uh, Tam girl, interesting. Don't forget to unmute Denise. <laughs> thing turned out pretty good, huh? I, I've I've been rebuilding b- mowers since I was probably I don't know ten years old. I've probably rebuilt since in my adult since we've been married. I've probably rebuilt like five mowers, and then before that, I've probably torn apart and rebuilt I don't know twenty mowers. So that's how I learned about uh, bigger engines and stuff. And that's then I moved to my truck and rebuilt that engine. And so 
pretty handy with it. It's just my body doesn't do it anymore. It's I'm having a hard time moving around and all the joints hurt and uh, everything. So, yeah, for some reason, it's not unmuting you, Denise. Let me try asking you to unmute again. Don't know why. Mr. Vax is in the house. I got you. Thanks for lurking today. Pterodactyl, consider Pelosi's laptop. Yeah, good point. Great point. I wonder where that is. No one, no one's ever asked that question if she got it back or whatever happened with it or what. Oh, there you are, Denise. How's the tea today? Hmm. I don't hear you. Um, check, click on the, the mute button, lower left, and make sure that the, the right microphone is selected, and or try the test speaker and microphone. S- sometimes your your Zoom just does not cooperate, does it? I wonder if it's because it's you guys have your internet rules over there. You are not allowed to talk to him. <laughs> Hammer fixes all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, Denise was having this problem last time we talked, too. D- make sure you click next, next to the mute button. There's a little up arrow. Um, test speaker and microphone or switch to phone audio. Uh, if you're on a phone, I'm not sure what device you're using. While we're waiting for you, just go ahead and speak up whenever you think you got it fixed. While we're waiting, I want to talk, talk about a couple other things here today. I still have that offshore... Um, Leak exposes financial secrets of Ghislaine Maxwell family. We can always save that for next week, or we can. I might even do a show this weekend or something. Um, I don't know. It's a. I've been thinking about adding a show of doing just like long form digs like this and saving them for that. Good news Friday from Sydney Powell. While we're waiting to see if Denise can get her crap figured out here, we'll. I'll read this for you, and we'll see if we can get Denise in here in just a moment, guys. Good news Friday from Sydney Pilot. Let's see what she has today. Tech 264, FBI claims some woman was caught with it, but no other info. Yeah, I remember that. And then you heard nothing. <laughs> All of a sudden, nothing. Uh, I, it would not surprise me, though, if, like, you know, they got it back. They just don't want to tell anybody how they got it back. <laughs> It's Friday. That means we got some good news at the end of the at the end of yet another crazy week. Time to get outside. And even though it's hot in a lot of places, the sun is good for your immune system and your mental outlook. Sydney Powell on Brandon Howes Live. Catch up on what Sydney is doing and what she thinks about the recent developments. The interview was on Thursday night, so check that out here if you guys want to see that. Let me know. I'll drop the link in here for you guys. This special election win on Tuesday in Texas is part of an overall trend that is good for people who want real representation. Mayor Flores flipped an 84% Hispanic seat that won Biden by 13 points. In 2020, Hillary Clinton won the district uh, by 33 points. There's some interesting stuff out there about that seat that's only going to last for like, I don't know, a couple of months or something or a month and then it's redistricted or some crap. I don't know, something like that. The Texas Tribune, Republicans flip U.S. House seat in South Texas, South Texas, historically a Democrat uh, stronghold. We talked about that this week. 
Number two, this is the education playbook every governor should be following. The Federalist has an article about DeSantis campaign launching blueprint for pro-parent school board candidates. The quote, re-election campaign for Governor Ron DeSantis is launching an education initiative that provides a blueprint for school board candidates that prioritizes parental rights and educational needs of students. What a concept. Known as the DeSantis Education Agenda, putting students first, protecting parents' rights, the program is a statewide agenda for school board candidates and members who are committed to advancing DeSantis' priorities at the local school board level. In addition to furthering the academic successes of Florida students, the push is also aimed at empowering the role of parents in their child's education, as well as preventing far-left agendas from infiltrating the state's public school systems. Very interesting. That is a nice win. And that is going to be a... a, uh, platform of success for federal for what we will do with the federal government as well so that will be moved into um into legislation once we take over more parents banding together to fight for their children we cannot stop fighting to protect our children the left is after them with a vengeance the federalist has an article about pennsylvania parents fed up band together in a lawsuit sparked by woke first grade speaker on wednesday three pennsylvania parents filed a law, federal lawsuit over what their children are being taught in first grade um uh, gender dysphoria. Uh, the lawsuit which seeks to end such lessons and request unspecified compensatory. There you are, my dear. How is the tea today? Hello. I will pause and let's oh. just. I would rather hear from you, Denise. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Um, having trouble. My computer keeps freezing up and, and playing about and locking up and all sorts of stuff, but you've got me now. Gotcha, gotcha. So how are things over there? How's the weather, man? How's you guys' uh, spring been so far? Hot. Well, hot for me because I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit because they do centigrades here and it hits. Um, inside my house, it hit 28 degrees centigrade. I don't know what it was outside because uh, I didn't go out in it. But um, I've turned my fan off so that it didn't interfere because it would come over my my microphone because it's it's a, a very loud fan. It's um, a big, powerful one. So at the minute, I'm melting because I have to turn my fan off. Oh, go ahead and turn it on. It's fine. It's just us hanging out. Don't don't melt. It's very humid in here now. Is it? Gotcha. Um, I was wondering how the spring was. You wouldn't be able to hear me over the the noise of it. Gotcha, gotcha. No no problem. Well, we're coming up to summer, 21st of 21st of June is officially not only the longest day, but the start official start of summer um, here. I think it's the same over there as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, the usual traditional start of summer. I heard, you, I heard you talking about Assange. I'm worried about him because um, uh, Obama, Biden is in the hot seat and killer is still lurking about. So I worry about him. Um, I, I don't see how he can be protected if he's, um, if he does end up being taken back to, to USA. 
Um, I agree. I think I... there's too many people want to shut him up permanently. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So worry right. about him. Um, but yeah, there's 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 things going on here. It's it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. I'm up and down all over the place with with Boris. He's done some absolutely brilliant things that are never ever reported in the news and in the papers. Um, they keep it hidden. All they want to talk about is a five minute meeting he was called down to that was a surprise birthday party. He went in, he didn't even have a piece of cake. He didn't have a drink. They sang happy birthday to him. He said, thank you. And he left. And all <laughs> I saw the media was able to turn to it into down. A, it's a disgrace. And that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the media was able to turn that into a giant it's, it's scandal. Like, man, what in the world? Yeah. And it, and it turns out that Keir Starmer went up to Scotland and he had an Indian takeaway in beer, supposed to be a work, a working meeting. And he said that it was, oh, you know, they just, they just ordered an Indian takeaway um, on the spur of the moment. And it turned out that he was turned in because the receipts were, I don't know whether it was the Indian restaurant or whatever, turned in the receipts that showed that he'd, pre-ordered this before he even left for Scotland, that they the meeting they had lasted half an hour. He, his excuse was, well, we had to order a takeaway because there wasn't any food at the hotel. The hotel turned around and said, actually, the restaurant was open until 11 o'clock at night, so they could have eaten here. So um, he's gone all quiet now because he's been found out that he did actually party down. They went up there and had a little uh, little party. Oh, hypocrites! Uh, yeah, I and don't get. The, I, um, I don't understand why everyone's have you. up in arms about it. Of all things that they want to be, they can create a scandal like this. That's because, like, uh, well, you, you, everyone else had to stay home, but you, like, like nobody else partied either, right? Yeah. Well, the thing is, they, they they're doing this because of the things that Boris is doing. I told you a long time ago that he wanted to trim down the civil servant, civil service, and it's them that's propagated all this um, because he wanted to do away with a lot of the civil service. He wanted to decentralize the government. Um, you know, I've told you that before. And um, yeah. of course the, the um, they didn't want all that, and so the only thing they've been trying to do is trying to get rid of him ever since. But he, the things that he's done positively and never reported, you don't see it on the news. You don't hear about it in the paper. All you hear is Partygate, Partygate, Partygate. Um, but the, the other thing is um, that. Uh, I was going to tell you about, oh, what is this thing now with Rwanda? Priti Patel had um, made a deal with Rwanda to take on these illegal immigrants that keep coming across in the little boats across the channel. And um, they got as far as loading them onto a plane. And half an hour before it was due to take off, um, they stopped the flight. And what it was, there's these lefty lawyers 
went above the courts here in the UK and went to the European Court of Human Rights. And it was the European Court of Human Rights that said, no, you can't ship them out to Rwanda. Um, this needs to be looked into. Somebody's saying that they're, they're frightened to go and that they've been abused by the holding staff, uh, the security staff while they were at the airport. Um, and this is another thing Boris wanted with the Brexit, he wanted to be out of the human rights. Now, way back, Theresa May also wanted to be out of the European Court of Human Rights. And she said, we have the Magna Carta, we have our own Bill of Rights in there, which covers what is in the European Court of Human Rights and a lot more, which is absolutely true because actually that's your Bill of Rights as well. Um, because your Bill of Rights, the Constitution and what have you, is, is um, incorporated yeah. from the Magna Carta. Um, so, and she didn't ever get it done because she had a lot of people fighting her. And Boris wanted to do the same. And he's now turned around and said, because of this latest thing they've happened with Rwanda, with this. Um, taking illegals to Rwanda has uh, said that I think it's time now that we absolutely ex exited because it was the plan anyway. We exit, exit immediately from the European Court of Human Rights and have our own Bill of Rights and they're actually writing up um, a modernised version of the human rights as we speak. Um, so that's the plan going forward, read that to stop any interference from by the, the European Court of Human Rights. So the thing is that Europe has been sending illegals out to Rwanda for a long time, but we're not allowed to do it. Um, but you don't no. hear about that either. All twisted. It is. And I don't like the fact that he's so vehemently supporting Ukraine either. He's out there again today. He went out again today there, speaking to Zelensky. Um, and I keep telling people, don't you find it strange that he's been there, the times he's been there, he's wandering about in a suit in Kiev that's supposed to be a war zone. <laughs> and yet when he goes around his states in London, he wears, he wears a stab vest and helmet and body armour. You know, it, um, like I said from the beginning, it, it, it really the whole thing always seemed like a social media war to me. It just seemed like all a bunch of propaganda. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and of course, Zelensky's insulting everybody that doesn't immediately. He's like a spoiled child. Every time, every time he doesn't get immediately get money or weapons or whatever, he starts stamping his feet. But I really think that um, his support for Zelensky is faltering. It seems Boris still very much supports him, and I, I don't understand why he's doing that at all, because I've tried looking into if he's got any ties, any dodgy ties with Ukraine, and I can find nothing. So I don't know what is going on there. Um, but there you go. Anyway, hope you go. What were you doing? 
reading out stuff. Yeah, I was just kind of hanging out. I did catch that story. We uh, what was it yesterday when that came out? So I mentioned it. I know you were busy. Um, the this was just Sidney Powell's um, the Good News Friday stuff. Uh, the the one that we were on was uh, Pennsylvania parents band together uh, in a lawsuit sparked by woke first grader. So. Um, Keep it well. Keep an eye on that. That's going to be an interesting lawsuit. There's been a lot of that happening around the the different states out here. Number four, half of the states are trying to protect parents from being targeted Mm. by school boards. Another article from the Federalist: Half of the fifty states now have ditched the NSBA for targeting parents. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Everything has action and a reaction. Go ahead. Good. There's a there's a lot that that was an absolutely brilliant result from the um, from the uh, Latino lady um, who took the Republican seat who took that seat from the Democrats who've held it since um, the reform 140 years is it Dems have been in charge there yeah, pretty much it's uh it is a sign of things to come there there's some talk about that district being like a a temporary district or something like that, but it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. The, the votes are the votes. So it's, it is very interesting for sure. Is, is it, is it a temporary one or is it one that has just been redistricted? Yeah. Redistricted. And, uh, and she's took it, but she's only, she's only got part of a term, hasn't she? So yep. if she manages to, do good while she's in there she could very well get um voted in for a full term yep that's a good there. point that's what i see coming anyway yep very good point number five canada has a has been a very dark and freedom deprived country for months it is good to see that some of it that is lifting and people are still fighting for freedom there health children's health defense fund canada suspends covid vaccine mandates for federal workers and domestic travel the quote canada's vaccine mandates for federal employees and domestic travelers will be suspended as of june 20th government officials announced on tuesday so good news for canada Uh, let's see here. Several groups are fighting for Canada's vaccine it's mandates. It's about time you got some good news coming out. Yeah, exactly. The, the delay is it's long about time today. you got good news coming out of Canada. Indeed, the, there's an extended delay today for, yeah, uh, for some on. reason. 1.4 million households with 100% renewable electricity from Shell. Number six. Might be my end, Dave. I told you my pewter's playing up. Yeah, it's it's something's messed, messing up with you. Uh, two independent studies from Italy have shown that all the treatments we are currently denied in the United States to treat COVID CCP <laughs> at an early stage are in fact working. Get all the details from Dr. Malone's Substack. Early COVID treatment works. Yet more examples of the different diagnoses that we have tried to do research on and spread among our communities and the truth communities are actually effective. Go freaking figure. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff coming out this week too. Number seven. When did, the, go ahead. Did you did you see the video on about Italy about these climate change idiots sitting across the road? So the drivers got out the cars and dragged them and by the hair and flung them to the side of the road. 
Yeah. And a few of them would get through, and then these people would plunk themselves in the road again, and they'd get dragged by the hair back to the side of the road, and a few more would go. But, oh, they were really going after them, but these drivers, not only in, in cars, but in lorries as well. And they weren't being gentle with them. They were taking them off. I said the, late, the, the girls, they just got, because they had long hair, they were just getting hold of the hair and dragging them off. I did see that too. It was pretty hilarious, actually. I'd surprised, that would be me. I don't care who's filming me. Get the fuck out of my way, you crazy bitch. It's psychological. Sign up now. Go on. Next story. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when the Associated Press states that an event featuring Michelle Obama was sparsely attended, you can bet that there were uh, just a handful of people there. Let's just say it was less than a Trump rally from Breitbart. Michelle Obama gets a, get get out the vote event in L.A. sparsely attended despite Selena, Selena Gomez's appearance. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. There's your voter suppression for you. That was funny. I howled when I saw that. Poor Harris. Nobody wants to see her. Yeah. Oh dear. This was uh, Michelle Nobody's too. Michelle Obama as well. Yeah. That uh, surprising. I mean, I can understand them not wanting to see Camel Toe, but uh, Obama, um, Michael. There, I thought that she would have pulled a crowd, but obviously they've gone off them. I think they're starting to wake up to the fact that. People are really don't like these people anymore. Number eight, Democrat women do not seem to be able to gather a crowd. The next one is Kamala Harris. So there you go. Um, and there you go. You are not alone. You know, it's hard to bear watching our country slide off into the abyss. We know that you feel that you can't help, but you can protect your children and grandchildren as best as you can from the far left agenda. Protect your protect and improve your health. Keep praying that God will guide us through this battle. P- pray no share. Hold fast. Defending the Republic City Powell with an article dropping today. Called Good News Friday. So there you go. You have any more Good News Friday for us, Denise? I haven't good. I haven't um, got any anything else that I can go into your shows. Um, well, you I got wanna, in here late. You want to hang out with me a little and, bit? Uh, didn't have time to compose myself. So I'll just I'll just hang with you. That sounds good. Toria, thank you for the shades. God bless you. We have uh, 14, 17 gold pills now today. Thank you guys very much. Toria, I hope you're having a better day now. Thank you, thank you for joining us here today. Hopefully get a little smile out of you or a laugh out of you today. Uh, Twitch crowd's out there hanging out as well. That clown tries to, you're going to get banned again, dumbass. Um, Black Hat Destroyers out there hanging out. Of course, it was sparsely attended. The price of the tickets were ridiculously high, something like $250 per person with an additional fifteen to 50000 to take a photo <laughs> <laughs> the so-called celebs. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She was upset. She put in a lot of effort into her job when she was thrown aside. Went, gotcha, gotcha. Take care, uh, Billy. Bill Cooper, good to see you out there. Just kind of having a discussion with chat. Uh, so far, so good. It's been a different touch. Uh, Weezy Girl, good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Much love. Um, <clears throat> hello, Debbie. Good to see you out there as well over there on Twitch. Good to see you guys out there today. Thanks for hanging out with us here today, guys. Marauder, just Mojo asking, how are you guys are today? Good to see you out there, the rest of you guys. Thanks for being here today on this Friday afternoon. Uh, let's see, what else did I find out there today? Republicans push a ban on lawmakers 
paying family on campaigns as Maxine Waters has drawn some scrutiny today. California Democrat Maxine Waters has paid her daughter over $1.2 million in total over the last decade, and it's all been legal. Now Republicans are aiming to put a ban on lawmakers from putting family members on a campaign payroll after many prominent Democrats have been called out for the practice. The Family Integrity and Reform Elections Act, introduced by Pat Fallon out of Texas, uh, would bar any candidate from running the federal office and compensating immediate family members for campaign services. Hmm. It's currently legal for lawmakers to employ Did you family say members. That, um Go ahead. Did you see that? Did you see that chap? That's um, the the Republican uh, Latino chappy. Oh gosh, what's his name? Is it Santos? I can't remember. Oh, DeSantis. He's he's the one that's going to be running against. Yeah, not not DeSantis. Um, Santos is it? I can't remember his his name now. He's a Latino. And he's the one that's won the the um the place to run against Maxine Waters. And oh yeah, Omar Navarro. Third time challenging her. That's him, Omar. Yeah, it's his third time challenging her, but he's got a lot more um, support this time round than he has had before. So I think that um, if if the poll watchers, if there's heavy, um, heavy, pe- if there's enough people there keeping an eye on drop boxes, etc., um, doing in the counting, the poll watching, um, camping outside, so there's no chicanica. I think she might just have a a run for her money this time. I hope so. I hope so. I can't wait to <laughs> till we get all these scumbags out of DC. Hopefully, it'll happen. Uh, let's see. GOP effort to get answers on Hunter yeah, Biden. I keep probe. calling the Terminator. <laughs> I keep calling the Terminator because every time I see a face, I can just see the Terminator, <laughs> not the Terminator Predator. Yeah, Predator. There you go. <laughs> I hear you. I'm with you. Uh, GOP effort to get answers on Hunter Biden probe blocked by the DOJ. This is an article in, um, what is this, Newsmax today. The Justice Department appears to have stymied efforts by two GOP senators to get answers about Hunter Biden's tax probe from U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. Uh, Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin had sent a letter in May to U.S. District Attorney David Weiss, who was handling the investigation involving the president's son. In their letter, the two senators pressed Weiss to divulge of a senior Department of Justice official with links to Hunter Biden recused himself from the tax investigation. Nicholas McQuaid, the uh, acting assistant attorney general in the Justice Department's criminal division, formerly worked with Hunter Biden's lawyer, Chris Clark, at the multinational law firm Latham and Watkins, deep state uh, law firm. Uh, Johnson and Grassley wrote Weiss uh, and said that the Attorney General Merrick Garland dismissed letters they had sent last year regarding McQuaid's possible recusal from the investigation. But the, the examiner noted Justice Department responded to the senator's letter with one from Acting Attorney General Peter Hines denying their request for information. The letter said this response to your letter, blah, blah, blah. Um, regarding the employment of certain that may. They may or may not have been taken by the United States Attorney's Office. Um, 
trying to scan through this quickly. Department of attorneys receive ethics and professional responsibility training. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, that news story being a little more than it really was. Let's see. 40 more churches and pro-life groups have been attacked. But you wouldn't know it from the mainstream media. More than 40 churches nationwide um, have been firebombed or pregnancy center. Pro-abortion rights activists have pro, uh, uh, firebombed a pregnancy center in Oregon uh, all the way through here to Wisconsin, and no one in the media is talking about it. The National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin from June 7th claimed that individuals who advocate both for and against abortion have on forums encouraged violence, and more is coming. So that's what I had there in today. I'll just kind of keep moving here today, Denise. Uh, any any last thoughts before I let you go? I'll get these last four or five articles going, and then we'll wrap up the show here today. No, Abe, you crack on, honey. It was good to talk to you again. I hope you have a great weekend. God bless you, Denise. And you. Bye, love. Always good to have Denise coming in and hanging out with us. Uh, as always, thank you guys for coming to hang out as well. Much love to you guys. Hopefully you guys are having a good day. Let's uh, wrap it up with a little bit of our news blitz here, and then we'll let you guys go uh, see what else is going on out there today. God bless you guys. Thanks for being here today. Dr. Simone Gold, um, I'm sure you guys heard that, going to jail for being armed with a megaphone inside the Capitol on January 6th. She is a victim of selective prosecution, the defining feature of corrupt governments. She's absolutely right, and it's a travesty of justice. And I guess we have to go through this, I guess. I don't know. Ginny Thomas back in the news says she looks forward to talking to the January 6th committee, wants to clear up some misconceptions. <laughs> that would be great. Virginia Ginny Thomas is just an awesome patriot, a, a, amazing person. And I really love um, just everything that she does to kind of twist the, twist the dagger in some of these little scumbags that are trying to destroy lives. It's beautiful to watch. Uh, today... The um, the Peter Navarro was arraigned in, in uh, the courtroom today, um, and he pleaded not guilty. And the trial date is going to be set for the September 23rd for the next hearing, I should say. Not a trial date, but a hearing. Uh, Meta says he's extremely busy. So uh, there you go. He's been slammed with Oath, Oath Keeper cases and the rest, clogging up the legal system. But yeah. We won't, we'll just keep moving on with that. We won't hear anything about Navarro until September, so that'll be interesting to see. End of September, if anything happens with that. A.G. Paxton successfully prosecutes a woman who pled guilty to 26 felonies, counts of voter fraud. Nothing to see here with most secure and safe elections in America. This dropping today from A.G. Paxton, Tennessee, uh, attorney, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton announced his office latest election integrity prosecution of Victoria County. Monica Menendez of Port Lavaca, Lavaca pleaded guilty in 26 felony counts of voter fraud, including three counts of illegal voting, eight counts of election fraud, seven counts of assisting a voter to submit a ballot by mail, and eight counts of unlawful possession of a mail-in ballot. Menendez ran a vote harvesting operation on behalf of a subsidized housing corporation in order to influence the outcome of the utility board election. After Mendez entered a guilty plea on all 26 counts and confirmed in court that all counts could be proven beyond reasonable doubt, Garza sentenced Menendez to five years deferred education probation. And that's why people keep doing it. Because there is no consequences for rigging fucking elections in this country. Nonetheless, here we are. 
FCCED checking in with them to see if there's anything new out there today. Pakistan's FIA seeks arrest of Prime Minister Shabazz's son in money laundering case. We talked about that earlier this week. We also talked about this one. South Texas Mayor Rodrigo Lopez arrested on bribery and fraud charges. SEC opens a probe against Erickson over a 2019 Iraq bribery uh, report. Former Philadelphia congressman pleads guilty in a ballot stuffing case. And Summit Police Chief charged with bribery in a liquor transfer license uh, uh, thing. And then Nigeria ex-governor arrested over Accountant General's $80 billion Naira probe. So some interesting stuff still happening out there with regards to that as well. Checking in with the Department of Just Us as we see if they figure out how to do justice yet. I don't want to see your speeches. Stop talking and start getting some shit done over there. Uh, Alabama defendant convicted of sex trafficking and offenses tied to a scheme to compel victims, including a minor, to engage in in prostitution. A jury found defendant Lonnie Mitchell, 36, guilty of numerous offenses related to the defendant's involvement in coercing several victims, including a minor, to engage in prostitution over a course of several years. Following a five-day trial, the jury convicted the defendant of sex trafficking by force, fraud, and coercion of five victims. The jury also found the defendant guilty of sex trafficking a minor and three counts of coercion and enticing an individual to travel interstate for prostitution purposes. Two other defendants pleaded guilty. Previously, um, let's see here. The, the, the full story with, with regards to how drugs was used, of course, is in here as well. Um, sentencing has not yet been scheduled, but nonetheless, another scumbag locked up. Man arrested for allegedly distributing over $230 million of adulterated HIV medication, whatever that means. Two Florida men charged with federal hate crime for violently attacking a black man while shouting racial slurs. And then we finished up uh, yesterday with former University of Arkansas professor sentenced to a year and a, and a day for lying to federal agents about patents in China. Alleged gangster disciples members indicted for murder and federal racketeering charges. And that is all we have for you today. Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Kind of a, just a chill session, just uh, decompressing from the week's stuff as always uh, i don't think there's anything really new breaking out there um looks like uh they're still talking about uh bill barr out there which is kind of interesting it's you know it's very interesting how much they are getting people to pay attention to 2000 mules and the and the like all right guys thanks for being here today i appreciate you guys the gold pills have been released thank you very much to everyone over there on the foxhole.app judy lady pub bitch toria tac 264 who cares news ohio patriot and doug is mine hanging out today thank you guys very much for the gold pills god bless you all go the scratching has been released thanks for hanging out over there on rumble too as well all the lurkers out there as well much love to you guys thanks for being here today we'll be back on monday with another edition of uncensored Abe, five eastern four central twitch crowd great crowd over there today thank you guys for being here today willie cooper johnny b much love brother you guys all have a great weekend laura deplora laura chris god bless you Politius, god bless you thank you guys for being here today and with that i want to say much love and god bless you all see you guys back on here on monday i hope you have a great weekend get away from it all turn it all off and just go chill much love. God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. <laughs>